to use that opportunity to go and, and indoctrinate these kids with your street ghetto philosophy. Certain point. If you raise your level of income to the status of a rock star, then uh -huh, uh -huh, then, right. then you got to keep coming up with ways to maintain that status. We, I mean, I'm not even, I'm not even saying eat meat, but at least put some cereal in the milk. Come on. <laughs> you, that's like taking six, 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 the mark of the beast, and redefining it, like Biggie tried to do, and saying, no, it means this or that. No, 666 is 666, you can call it holy 666, but it's still the mark of the beast. Whether it's welcome or unwelcome, you as preachers of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong. We welcome you now to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. A new year usually begins with personal challenges. Most resolutions that we make at year's end are based on past struggles we feel we have not overcome. Philippians 3 and 13, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are what? Before. So at the end of each year, you need to say that that year is gone. Now I'm forgetting those things and I'm moving on and I'm going to make myself better. Amen. That should be your end, your year end resolution to be better the next year. Struggles that I went through. I'm better than that this year. Amen. Struggles will make you better or you'll stay in them. Amen. Our new commitment to do better and make better decisions is mostly desired at the first of each year. However, without the proper understanding of our issues, things will usually go unchanged. You don't understand the underlying issue that's causing the behavioral issues, then it's going to go unchanged. And most of the time you need someone to tell you about yourself. You can't jump up and leave your parents and move down to Texas to be at ABC just because your mama was telling you about yourself. Right. Then come down here. We don't know you got a criminal record and a bloody axe in your book bag. You come down here and try to hide in the audience. Oh, God sent me with an axe. Nah, bro. You need to go back. But see, you left because people were checking you and telling you about yourself. Well, guess what happens when you get to ABC? That's why you're here. Because rebuke and correction is how we get better. And you need to be checked. Especially if you're not fasting and praying and reading your word, then how are you going to get corrected? If the word's not correcting you and God can't speak to you and you eat everything in sight, never stop and fast. There's only one way to get to you. Somebody else is going to have to. Amen. And don't take it, you know, like it's the end of the world, man. That's how we all got better. See, these folks, me and, me and Brother Aaron talk all the time. Y'all couldn't have grown up in the time when we were in church. And the pastor was calling us up in front of everybody. Remember those days? Visiting evangelists come to town 
we didn't want to go because we knew he talked to the pastor before service. And the pastor told him, get that one, get that one, get that one, get that one. Then the visiting evangelists get up and try to act like it's supernaturally given to him. Oh, I see a problem. God is showing me right now. Bertha, Bertha. I see Bertha. Bertha, is there somebody in the name Bertha? Yeah, she's hiding under the offering table. That's how old I am. Bertha, the Lord said you've been acting up in this church. That's how they used to do it. Anybody got their name called from the pulpit before? I got a whooping in church from a stranger. Nothing hurts like a whooping from a stranger because he don't love you. He, can't, he don't know you. He just knew you was bad. So, and then he probably don't have no authority in his house. So he taking out everything that he feel about his wife on you in that whooping. He getting like eight beatings. Nobody going to laugh at the jokes because they like, dude, the jokes take up too much time. <laughs> Fast forward that. We can laugh later. Just get to the meat. The meat. I ain't thinking about y'all and the cowboys. Proverbs 4 and 7. This is about God. so carnal <laughs> Proverbs 4 and 7 wisdom is the principal thing thereof I mean therefore get wisdom and with all thy getting get what understanding. understanding so you can't get help with your issues unless you get an understanding about your issues that's what ABC is for you're learning why why that decision I keep making why that's understanding. And if you get understanding, you can have wisdom. Amen? Making a resolution to do things differently is easier said than done in most cases. But with God, what? All things are possible. And we know that God desires for us to do our best with his help. Mark 10 and 27. And Jesus looking upon them saith, with men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God... All things are impossible. I mean, are possible. In your life, all things are possible. God can do it. Look at somebody say, God can do it. God can do it. And this can be the year that it happens. Really. Your situation is not too far gone. Amen? Your situation. Man, we had a good heroes meeting. We talked about this, about the men of faith and what they did and how to have faith. Amen. Had a brother come up to me just before service. Had a situation happen and everything. And he was able to believe in faith. And, and God took care of the situation. And he reverted back to the heroes meeting. Because the faith. Amen. He had the faith or listened or the message of faith. Actually helped him. So if we can understand faith. And understand that God can do it. It's hard to look up on a series of bad decisions. And quickly pinpoint the root of error. Most of the time, we cannot see the forest for the trees. Amen? Yeah, you can't see it. You've been that way for 30 years. You don't know you're that way. Or you do, and you don't think it's that bad because you got used to it. So you need somebody from the outside to say, that's unacceptable. 
But it's been 30 years. That's 29 too long. It's unacceptable. Yeah, you used to it. That's why you need, that's why you need fellowship sometimes. Because you need to be fellowshipping and then somebody tell you, Sister, uh, I don't like you. What? How you don't like me? I'm the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> See, that's why. I don't like bread. <laughs> no, but you need somebody to say, well, you know, you're kind of a busybody. You kind of drop too many names of people when we're hanging out. You know, we, like, I just be wanting to spend time and just, you know, maybe we can just talk, you know. But you talk about your husband too much and everything that's wrong with him or what's wrong with the church. And I just don't, I, I don't get down like that. But I do that everywhere I go. Well, how many places have you been? Maybe that's why. Church you grew up in didn't want you in there. They knew you from a lad. Well, see, I can't get an amen. But that way is, you have a way about you. So you need somebody to tell you. I can't get amens in here. Yeah, you do. You can't see the forest for the trees because you're always in the trees. You need somebody with the blimp view to say, mm, yeah, you lost in that forest. Amen. And that way you'll begin to change it. Well, maybe, maybe I do talk about people too much. Maybe I do drop names of folk in church. And uh, maybe I do. That's why I don't have any friends. Man, my husband, he does sleep in another room. Mm. My kids, they be crying when he leave. Mm. Man, I'm a mess. <laughs> Amen. But it's not, look at somebody say, it's not too late. Even in that situation, it's not too late. But you got to come to the realization that folks trying to get away from you. We don't really have this problem with the men. Ain't no messy men. You know, men, the only kind of messy man, you know what he is. But regular men (laughs) that like women's They're, they're not messy. And even if they do talk about somebody, man, man, he, man he said that, what? Not yet. So? And then they just go and play basketball or something. I mean, man, he said, well, he be talking about me. I wish, boy, I wish a man would do that in here. Oh, you would be labeled a punk. You have to wear a P on all your clothes. We get a pink Velcro one. Amen. But women, oh, Busy, just busy. Busy, busy, busy. Busy and clicking, clicking and busy. Busy, see, busy, find, busy, find, busy, and then click. Busy, find, busy, find, because it's always three of them. Click, always three. It's always three, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, but it's unholy trinity. Devil, the the devil, his cousin, and his... (laughs) It's three. Just click. Busy, 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 click, busy, busy, click, click, and then the phone start, phone calls start, the, the texts, and then the social media, and then the Facebook. I like that. I like what she did. I like what she did. I like what she did. And they all over there like, 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 but ain't like nobody. Oh, gosh. Oh, oh, oh. And men, now men, they do that too, though. They get on that Facebook and get mad at you and start liking everything that your friend that they don't like, liked. And so as soon as I, you know, and that's that, that I knew I was going to have to deal with this because, you know, God said, strengthen the fellowship. As soon as God says strengthen the fellowship, Jezebel going to say, not in here. Amen. Then I got to seek and destroy. 
Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get her. Y'all already know that, right? We will line the elders up and talk to her in front of everybody. That's how it goes down in here. You ain't dividing this church. Amen. So men, amen, amen. So men, watch your women's. Make sure they stay delivered. All right. Most of the time, we cannot see the forest for the trees. Galatians 6 and 3. For if, amen, because you left the church and your wife did that. So make sure it doesn't happen in here. Messy don't stop until it stopped. Uh oh, women don't like some of the women. Jaws got tight on that. I don't care. Messy don't stop until it stopped. And the man got to stop it. Amen. Amen. Y'all ain't got to worry about G. Craig talking to no women up in here. I ain't talking to your wife. I'm coming to you. Five heartbeats. You ain't got your wife to check. Amen. You got to cut that junk. That, that's the man's job. Amen. I, ain't, I don't need to say nothing to no woman about that busybody. That's, that's the man's job. Galatians 6 and 3. For if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. That means he can't see the forest for the trees. In the natural realm, when we need to assess our behavior and get an understanding of our decision-making patterns, we call upon a what? A counselor. Proverbs 24 and 6. For by wise counsel thou shalt make thy war. And in a multitude of counsels, counselors, there's what? In a multitude of counselors, there is safety. Counselors help us to look upon our lives from an outward perspective based on the information we give them. Don't hire a counselor if you ain't going to tell them everything. And don't call God your God if you're not going to tell him everything. But if you're going to go to a counselor, the counselor can only work with what they know. So if you tell them what you've been, oh, just only what you've told your husband and hit the rest of the stuff, counselor can't help you. And the same vice versa. Amen. I just think if two people get together and go to talking, I think resolution can come. You don't need a third party. Then you're going to go to a single divorced mad woman for counseling. I don't even believe a man should sit under no woman counseling in that position, do it. She, how she going to take authority over your house? Oh, yeah, I'm old school. You didn't know? I mean, what y'all just talk? That's all the counselor going to tell you to do anyway. Well, if you just communicate, I paid for that. Man, you better save your money and talk. Not cheap that is. You can Google counseling. You can Google the top 10 counseling questions. <laughs> I'll be saving money, man. Or why not just tell I'm sorry and quit acting the fool? You know how much cheaper that is? Then y'all arguing over money already and then went and paid for a counselor. Y'all crazy. Y'all crazy. He spends money on frivolous stuff. <laughs> Counselor be like, oh, um, yeah, well, y'all need to quit doing that. <laughs> Amen. Now, if you're criminally insane by yourself, that's different. Amen. You need a, you need a counselor. <laughs> Amen. 
Amen. Were you by yourself and you hear voices and obey them? You need, yeah, you need a counselor. Amen. That's not her fault. Well, yeah, she married you and that was happening when she was dating you. So, yeah. But counselors help us look upon our lives from an outward perspective based on the information we give them. In the spirit, we have a counselor that functions the same way. The Holy Ghost of God is our counselor. And he can give us the best assessment and examination of our lives. And he will almost always use somebody. Don't be waiting on God. Girl, what's wrong with me? Just tell me. Your mama's already told you. Your boss on your job told you. Your cousin. Folks have told you already and you know you're in denial. You're waiting on the, uh, uh, the God to speak an audible voice. You don't have to do that. Just look at all the mess you keep causing. Yeah. Let the mess tell you. Every job I get, I get fired. That ought to tell you. Every job. The Holy Ghost of God is our counselor. John 14 and 26. But when the Father sends the counselor as my representative, and by the counselor I mean the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and remind you of everything I myself have told you. Now some people get this scripture all wrong and they're waiting on the Holy Ghost to just speak it, speak it inside their being. Don't be waiting on that. People will come to you. They'll come in love, but they'll come. And they'll tell you. Hey brother, you can't talk to people crazy like that. I don't do what you mean even the way you step to me bro you know i mean i'm cool i love you but you can't step to people like that right. mm-hmm. amen oh brother you gotta have some better business practices dude you can't put your word out there like that and then not follow through because then people aren't gonna be able to trust you so you need to manage and, and and understand when you're making commitments not to overwhelm yourself so you can keep your word you tell a young man that in his 20s when he get 30 he won't have that problem. When he get 40, he'll be telling somebody else. Right. Well, God didn't speak that in your diaphragm. <laughs> no. Someone came and told you. But that's how the Holy Spirit works. Right. I got a problem with that. Told me and showed me. And everybody hearing things. I see, I felt God speak to me. And he said this and that. And bro, you in your 20s? I doubt it. <laughs> I really doubt it. I think you are speaking what you want. And you're hearing what you want. Holy Ghost is not only here to counsel us through our issues and behavioral inconsistencies. But he is able to do what? What? Comfort us as well. John 14 and 16. And I will pray the Father. And he shall give you what? Another comforter. That he may abide with you forever. Y'all keep balance with this stuff. When you keep balance with what God is saying, then you'll understand that everything you hear in your body and in your belly and in your ears is not the spirit of God. But sometimes God is going to use someone to come to you. Use the Holy Spirit to speak that way. Y'all understand what I'm saying? God's power will remind us of what? God's word. So that we can be what? comforted when we need it when we take a good look at ourselves and we're confronted with a long list of difficult changes now difficult how many of you the fast was difficult 
Not eating is the most difficult thing you will do. That's why it's a fast. And that's why it's so effective. Amen? When I went that whole year and lost 70 pounds, I was hungry every moment of the day, and I felt terrible. It was, it was, that was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. A whole year? I didn't eat sugar for a year. Look, somebody just, oh, that was Beelzebub, Baphomet, trusted thee to even think that way. <laughs> Amen. But my doctor told me, he said, dude, if you was a foot taller, you can weigh what you weigh. He said, but at five foot nothing, you can't weigh that. I said, well, I see people, you know, I, mean, I see people my height, just as thick. And ain't nothing wrong with him. He said, dude. He said, are they traveling the world speaking to everybody? Are there DVDs in every country? Literally. Is the phone ringing with problems and emails with problems and you taking on, are they taking on everybody's problems? He said, your situation is different. He said, your heart is not just pumping your blood, but it's carrying everybody's problems. This is you got to get out there and exercise and you got to lose the excessive weight or you're going to die. That's what he told me. He said, somebody could live like you for, and be 70, 80 years old. He said, but you won't. And I had to listen to that and I had to take all that into account. That makes sense, doesn't it? Yes. You know, you start pointing to people, well, my cousin is this size and man, he, I mean, he can, he can jump rope. <laughs> <laughs> I taught David everybody, you know. <laughs> no, but I had to realize if I don't want to die, I had to, I was faced with a difficult change. Now I don't even like sugar. Eat it rarely or sometimes, but I don't even like it because I went a whole year without it. Didn't need it. I don't drink anything sweet. I, a sweet drink, I'll spit it out as fast as it goes in. I just can't stand it. Sweet drink, I can't stand it. If it's sugar in it, nah. I got unsweet everything. Because I trained myself. I went a year. So I told my body, this is, this is what we're getting ready to do. Now, so I ain't preaching you nothing I didn't have to do first. See, that's why I did it. So hush. Let's see you do it. I did it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I told my body I want to live. So I changed things up. Got to get out there and ride the bike. And change what I'm eating. Does that make sense? Ain't got to keep doing it. The other bike riders think I'm crazy. Man, you you ride every day? Yes. Heroes? Yeah. I want to live. And then if I'm going to carry your problems in your situation, I got to have somewhere to get my mind off of it. Does that make sense? When we take a good look at ourselves, we are confronted with a long list of difficult changes. God's spirit comforts us and shows us the way. That's what this message is. This is a comfort message to let you know that you can make it. Amen. Romans 15 and 4. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning. We, that we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have what? Hope. If we follow God's spirit, he will lead and guide us through all the changes that we need to be made that need to be made in our lives to make us better in him. Psalms 23 and 3. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths 
of righteousness for his name sake. Summary. Starting the year with a good cleansing is always a good idea. A fast to cleanse ourselves naturally and spiritually is a great start. But after we <laughs> but after we have fasted, it's <laughs> it's then time to begin what? So after you come off the fast, don't be trying to make up for the days missed. You're making up for the days and hours. Okay, one o'clock is Monday. And I'm eating everything at one that I was going to eat Monday. Three o'clock is Tuesday. And I'm going to eat everything. You start planning that out when you fast. Yes, you do. You plan a week's worth of meals. Ooh, when I come out this fast, let's see, Saturday. That's going to be on. <laughs> Watch me. Watch me. I'm bringing my own fork. Taking the silver set that grandmama gave me. I'm, it's got a handle on the case and everything. Just walking around. <laughs> Barbecue utensils. Yes, I'm eating with tongues. <laughs> a fast to cleanse ourselves naturally and spiritually is a great start. But after we have fasted, it's then time to begin changing things. In order to change things for the better, we need knowledge of what better consists of. In our own understanding, this can be complicated. But with wise counsel, look at somebody say wise counsel. And God's leading from the Holy Spirit, we can know exactly what to address and change to do what? Better ourselves. Don't get offended. Better yourself. Look at somebody say, don't get offended. Don't get offended. Don't let this message offend you. Don't let your friends or somebody you befriend or somebody tell you about, don't let that offend you. Just be better. God's power is the source of true revelation into our personal lives. And if we are honest with him, we can rectify many of the issues that are affecting our behavior. God's power confronts us and then comforts us. So we will not grow weary during the process. But if we can endure this process and trust the wise counsel, he provides through the written word and preached word, then we can truly change things. In 2015. 1 Peter 3 and 8. Finally, be ye all of one mind, having compassion one of another. Love as brethren. Be pitiful and be courteous. Not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrawise blessing, knowing that ye are thereunto called, that ye should inherit a blessing. For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil. And his lips that speak no guile. Let him eschew evil. Make good decisions. Let him seek peace. And let him. Stay in it. Eschew it. Amen. Everybody stand to your feet. Blessed are the peacemakers. For they shall what? Be called the children of God. Blessed are the peacemakers. And that's what we want to be. As we begin the fellowship, peacemakers. Get to know each other, peacemakers. I want to hang with you, but you're just not my cup of tea. You ain't got to tell them, you ain't my cup of tea. I mean, just, you know, hey, you know, it just ain't going to work. Amen. And in a, you know, a lot of cases, we just need to 
Seek God. Seek God. But God is going to teach us. We're going to grow. We're going to mature. We're going we, to gonna be better. And we're going to change things in 2015. Everyone bow your heads. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for a message like this that comes to change us. And change is always painful. God, a message like this makes us see ourselves. And the first thing the devil wants to do is get us offended. So we will be offended by the process. And we'll never go through the process. But God, I pray right now that you will allow this message and this word to be timely. After this fast, after we have emptied ourselves out and after we have uh, put ourselves uh, in a position to hear you better. That you would be uh, the, the, construct, the author of the construction plan to make us change things in this year. God, let this be the year that we finally stop doing the things that cause us so much pain and cause pain to others. God, let this be the year that we get it together. Father God, so we can be in better place and a better place and better situation to be used of you in our homes, in our marriages, with our children, so we can be reflectors of your light to the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com.